0: Welcome back to the Take the Cake podcast. It's been a few months, but we are back with season two, I guess you can say. And I'm really excited about today's episode because it's a solo cast. And I just wanted to kind of like sit down with y'all and do a little update. But this podcast episode is going to be a specific update about my gut health a gut health journey. Um, I made a YouTube video and talked about some steps that I've been taking. And I really wanted to do a podcast about it because there's just so much more to be said. I mean, there's it's just a big topic for me. It's been like the thing I've been focusing on for the past year. And when I really think about it, it's kind of been the thing I've been focusing on for many years, like five years. Um, so if you don't know about me. Um, I'm gonna give a little brief history if you're new here, welcome. So my gut health issues uh, stemmed from my eating disorder that lasted for nearly a decade of my life. Um, I am well into my recovery now and essentially the the last sort of bit of my eating disorder that I kind of feel, is hindering my life, or at least I did feel that way, was my gut health. Like, I just felt like I couldn't figure out a way to get my gut health in check. Um, It felt like ever since I started my recovery, it got better. My gut health definitely got better. But like, it was just coming in waves. Like for three months, I'd be totally feeling like my gut health was amazing. And then it would kind of take a fall. And, you know, it just felt like I couldn't grasp what was really going on. So um, I'm not going to tell you my eating disorder story because I have a whole episode on that. You can go way to the beginning. Um, You can listen to my eating disorder story then. But I will briefly say how it relates to my gut health. So I suffered with, okay, I should also say trigger warning. If you are um, struggling with eating, diet culture, if you have an eating disorder or you have had an eating disorder, I'm going to be talking about my experience so if that is something that is hard for you, um, maybe skip this part. But uh, I suffered with bulimia and anorexia. Um, so I binged and purged, and I also ha- abused laxatives. Um, so throughout the years, I you know, definitely abused my gut health and my colon, literally. It's a muscle. It got weak. And it wasn't able to function because I wasn't feeding it properly. I was binging and purging. My blood sugar was going up and down like crazy. On top of that, I was abusing laxatives, which, as we know, is truly terrible for your gut health. I mean, it destroyed my gut health. And I also suffered with hypothalamic amenorrhea, among other things. Um, So, you know, I wasn't, I was underweight and that caused me to have a lot of hormonal issues. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about my sort of revelation within uh, seeing people and getting the help that I needed. But essentially, that was what caused me to have really poor gut health. Um, I experienced SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, uh, three times. I got three SIBO diagnosis, three different rounds of antibiotics, and that was all due to low motility so i was suffering with a lot of constipation but i was also having diarrhea on the other hand some days so um I, uh, other symptoms that i was experiencing was extreme bloating like not the normal kind of bloat the really extreme bloat where i had to cancel social events and i mean not that i was doing anything cuz covid but you know what i mean i before covid i had to cancel social events and i just was really uncomfortable a lot of burping, which is like obviously not cute. None of this stuff is cute, but we're just being real here. Um, so those are some of the things I experienced. A little bit of nausea, but I didn't experience a lot, and I didn't experience acid reflux, thank goodness, because I can't imagine. So those are the main symptoms that I experienced. Yeah, so let's just get right into it. So after treatment, I went to eating disorder treatment. I decided to see a dietitian, and my main concern was that I was having bad gut health. I wasn't able to feel like I just, I knew something was wrong. Um, so she helped me and she she helped me with kind of like getting off of the supplements. Like I was kind of really into taking gut health supplements, I, I guess for the wrong reasons. Like I'm all, I'm all for supplementing if you need it. But I was kind of like, it took the laxative abuse that I had and like replaced supplements with it. So I definitely needed my dietitian to kind of like help me transform my mindset about it. Yeah. She referred me to a GI doctor who was well-versed in eating disorders and he was amazing. So I saw him in March, 2020 and you know, he was a typical Western doctor. He gave me the IBS diagnosis and he tested me. Um, he gave me a colonoscopy. So that was unfortunate. Um, yeah, colonoscopies, I, I, they they are an interesting experience. But he said everything came back normal. And then that's basically right when COVID started kind of happening here in America, where the hospitals were closing down to like, you know, you could just do virtual care. It was literally March 2020. So I ended up not getting getting results that I wanted. Like, Like he gave me the IBS diagnosis and he gave me like, pills to take and and stuff like that, but I wasn't really able to work with him in a way that I wanted to because of COVID. So I didn't really want to take the um, medicine he gave me because it was just a prescription, and I kind of wanted to see, okay, what can I do more naturally to kind of help my gut health before relying on the prescription? So he told me to go low FODMAP, which is... um, what is it? Fermentable oligosaccharides, disaccharides, monosaccharides, alleles, and disaccharides. I can't believe I know that. That's nerdy. So those are are basically foods. There's a lot of foods in, that are considered FODMAPs. Really good foods like gluten and dairy and um, other stuff like that. You can listen to my IBS podcast. I talked to an IBS dietitian if you want to learn more about FODMAPs. But he he had me go low FODMAP for like a month. So I went low FODMAP and I felt so good. It was the first time I was feeling really good. Um, So I told him that and he basically, he put me on a SIBO protocol, but because of the virus, I wasn't able to actually get the testing. So he didn't actually know if I had SIBO. Um, He just assumed that I did. So I took rifaximin and neomycin, which are really powerful antibiotics for a month. And then I had to go low FODMAP again, and it was like a two-month process. Then he put me on herbal antibiotics, and basically it ultimately wasn't working for me because I felt like I was restricting all these types of foods. I was starting to get kind of fearful of food again, like just in terms of my gut health, and it was a big red flag for me because as somebody who was so afraid of food for so long, I didn't want to go back into that trap of feeling afraid of food like I just didn't want to I just don't want to have restrictions in my life so because of because of COVID I was kind of like what do I do you know so I ended up um, asking around my internet friend Meg Dahl she's amazing she's a hypothalamic amenorrhea recovery coach and eating disorder recovery coach I ended up asking her she's kind of familiar with the functional. Nutrition world, so I asked her, like, do you know anyone who is um, able to give me this test called the GI MAP test, uh, which is a stool test that you take at home, and it's very, very comprehensive. Gives you tons of insights on your gut health, your gut microbiome. It gives you lots of markers of health, and it does like DNA sort of sequencing or something like that. I don't really know. So she referred me to somebody named Stephanie Nielsen. Um, And she is the functional nutritionist I ended up working with. So she and I worked together. I took the GI map test. I had to take it three times because of COVID stuff getting lost in the mail. And like, I just, it was, there were lots of breakdowns. A few times I was crying. Rhea was coaching me through it because I felt like I was hopeless. Anyways and I was, I mean, honestly, I was kind of miserable with my gut health during this whole thing. Cause I just felt like I couldn't do anything. Like I just was struggling a lot with my mental health at this time as well, just because of my physical health, you know, your gut microbiome, it has a big say in your mental health. A lot of serotonin receptors are in your gut. Like they literally are in your gut. It's like called your second brain for a reason. So, um, you know, I was really suffering with my mental health as well. Anyway, so I saw, finally got my results back and Stephanie, so amazing. You know, we talked on the phone, we talked about everything. Um, and she gave me a protocol based on my specific needs. So I didn't have any sort of like food restrictions. You know, she, she said like, you know, you can be intuitive about your foods. Just make sure you have fruits and vegetables. You have a variety of foods. I was eating probiotic rich foods, kind of introducing them slowly and seeing how I reacted. Um, And I just got a lot of insights. I got insights on what's called leaky gut, which is an interesting thing. I had a little bit of that. I had dysbiosis, which is like Essentially, when your microbiome is off balance, I had too much bad bacteria, very specific strains you can see on the GI map test, and I had not enough good bacteria. You know, I already kind of knew this, but it was really nice to get the exact sort of needs that like exactly, you know, the supplements that I needed. So I took supplements for 12 weeks. So I'm not going to disclose the supplements I was taking because like I said, they were very tailored to me like the dosage I was titrated onto them which means I started taking some and then I ended up taking more later and it was very tailored to my needs and I also was focusing on stress reduction I was focusing on my mental health I was focusing on I know getting enough water and like reducing my coffee intake so now I have half calf and kind of developing good habits like I said you can watch my youtube video on that if you want I'll leave it linked in the show notes. And really like a lot of the stuff I ended up working on was my mental health. So the mental symptoms I was experiencing, like the fear, the shame, the embarrassment, the mind games, I felt like I couldn't live life. I felt like I was fully recovered, but now all of a sudden I have this past that is haunting me and I felt really hopeless. Um, I felt so disconnected on my bad days. You know, I just felt like laying in bed all day. And honestly, some of the days I did, I just laid in bed. I just felt really hopeless. And so, um, you know, flash forward to now, I feel so much more hopeful. And I just want to offer that to you. If you're in a space right now, it doesn't even have to be gut health. If it is gut health, then this definitely applies. But even if it's just something you're going through um, physically or mentally, there is another side to it. There's always another side. Um, So I just want to offer that to you, and hopefully that gives you some peace. So like I said, I received my comprehensive results. I had all this information about my microbiome, pathogens, opportunistic bacteria, parasites. I got to see um, if I was resistant to antibiotics, some antibiotics. I got to see um, leaky gut markers, immune markers, a lot more. Um, I also had sent her all of my blood work that I basically had for the past few years um, and she took in account my entire history as well as, um, you know, like, this, like I said, the blood work I would sent to her. So my protocol was 12 weeks. I took the GI map test. And like I said, it included stress reduction, meditation, prayer, hot water bottles, or heating pad if you don't use a hot water bottle. Taking rest days, not engaging it in HIIT workouts, or I wasn't strength training or anything like that. I increased my fiber Chia seed and psyllium husk work the best for me, but you really have to experiment with what works best for you and start slowly. I was increasing my water. I obviously, like I said, took those supplements. I think I was taking, I think I was taking like eight supplements a day at one point. It was a lot. I also was doing pelvic floor exercises. I was eating, you know, all of my meals, not skipping meals. That was so important, um, including a diversity of foods. And also she told me, like, make sure you keep track of not like keep track of your food. But if if something is upsetting your gut, like, you know, just take a note of it. And I would say work with somebody to help you build up the resistance in your body and help build up the right microbiome in your body so that you can enjoy those foods. Because a good, healthy gut means you shouldn't have to restrict any foods, not dairy, not gluten, not FODMAPs, nothing like it means you should essentially be able to digest everything that you want. That's really important to me, you know, to just keep that in mind. Um, so, you know, she looked at my blood work and um, basically told me that because of my history with being underfed, with having the hypothalamic amen- amenorrhea and everything I was going through, my thyroid had been low, um, it had been really low. and. This all caused me to have a low transit, plus the abuse of laxatives. And in turn, I really needed to practice patience and just trust the timing, just trust that my body will heal. And I just needed to um, give it a little bit of love. And to be honest, the protocol was was amazing. It was so nice to have somebody to help me. Um, it was really nice to take the test, the GI map test, and to see like, where my body was. I think it's like amazing that we have science in that way. But at the same time, I really don't think I needed, I think I would have been fine doing without all that testing. I think I really like the most important thing for me was to be patient. Um, But, and I should say the most important things were for me to be patient and also for me to... Uh, work with somebody and get help. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to work with a functional nutritionist. It could mean you work with an IBS dietitian. It could mean you work with a GI doctor who's um, health at every size informed or a dietitian. Like I said, somebody who's familiar with handling IBS and who understands how eating disorders affect your mental and physical health. So I think that working with somebody is like number one, working on your mental health is number one. And just like really being honest with yourself um, and not self-diagnosing and not self like restricting, like I have to restrict dairy because I know it causes me to have an upset stomach. Like over time, if you continue to restrict foods, they will just become more and more hard for you to digest. You're just going to deplete your body. Of the enzymes required to digest those foods. So next time you're out with your friends, when COVID is over and you finally get to go out with your friends, and you're about to eat some pizza, and all of a sudden you're afraid because you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't been eating gluten and dairy for you know the past year. Like, don't put yourself in that position. You know, work with somebody or just introduce these foods slowly and figure out what you really need. And don't let your you know diet culture mindset eating disorder mindset kind of control you and tell you what you know it thinks you need. Yeah, that's kind of my take on that. I'm sorry that I'm not giving y'all the exact supplements I took. I just think it's so important to figure out what you need personally. I have heard of people having luck with taking probiotics. Um but like I said, I think that it's really important, you know, to to figure out the lifestyle stuff that you need to change before you do any sort of supplementation on your own. Um, And I wanted to give you all another at-home stool testing option that is way more affordable than the GI map because the GI map is expensive and working with somebody is expensive. This one is called Thrive, T-H-R-Y-V-E. And it's an at-home stool test that uses DNA sequencing to test both the good and the bad levels of bacteria in your gut. And I actually took this test recently. Um, I did it after my 12-week protocol because I wanted to see where my levels were like post-protocol, post all those supplements. I wanted to see where my levels were post-protocol without dishing out tons of money again. It was really easy. I got my results back in less than a couple weeks And Thrive is different from other at-home microbiome testing, um, at least like the more affordable kind that you don't need a referral to get, because you do need a referral to get the GI map, because they actually offer a completely custom shelf-stable probiotic that's based on your individual results. So my results came back pretty decent, but there was still some room for growth, which I knew I could tell based on my symptoms. I was feeling so much better, but I still was having, you know, a couple of days a week where I was feeling meh, <laughs> a little bloated or a lot bloated and just not my best. So my favorite part of the results they give you comprehensive results were the option to see which prebiotic foods were actually most beneficial for my gut bacteria. That's interesting because like different prebiotics are good for different bacteria. So I have been loving that and Ever since I started taking the probiotics, my energy levels are feeling really stable and I have been sleeping like a baby. I don't take the probiotic every day, but I take it, you know, every once in a while, maybe like twice a week. So if you're interested in the Thrive Gut Health Test for yourself, you can use my affiliate code in the show notes and try the test for only $99. This is not sponsored by Thrive, but I do get some commission if you end up using my link. So I just wanted to offer that to y'all if you really want to um, do the at-home microbiome testing, but you can't spend so, so, so much money on the GI map test. It's a really big investment. So Thrive is another great option if you're just curious about your gut health and you want to learn a little bit more. Um, But like I said, the best thing you can do is work with somebody. Like I said, the mindset shift is so important. The most important thing I think is that you need to believe that you can heal. Our bodies want to heal and fear and struggle will make us feel hopeless. Um, But our bodies, they want to heal. Our, Our physical ailments are just a sign that, you know, there's something going on. There's something that we need to pay attention to. Focus on the things that you can change instead of dwelling on what you can't in this moment. So if you're feeling really bloated and you feel sad, what can you do? Um, you know, you can journal about it. You can use a hot water bottle. You can meditate. There are so many things that you can try and do instead of just feeling hopeless. I know that's so hard. Another thing I recommend is to remove as much unsupportive content and triggers that you can, so take a break from the things that you can do. Um, lighten your load as much as possible. Unfollow some people on Instagram or mute some people on Instagram. You know, remove yourself from the triggers and just know that like time is a, an amazing healer. And if you can take a break from things like, if you are taking on a bunch of projects right now, maybe this is a time for you to not take take as much on. Because stress does affect the gut health in a negative way. So if you can remove as much stressors in your life as possible, that's amazing. Make sure you find people who love you and support you. Tell somebody if you can. Um, and if you have a therapist, they can definitely help you with just navigating the mindset stuff and helping you to just practice patience and gratitude in the moment. Um, and then, yeah, be patient and don't compare. And just just know you know, I am still healing. That's an amazing mantra. I am going to heal. I am healing and it's okay. You know, there was a huge part of me that felt like I can't believe I'm still suffering with this bitch of an eating disorder that I have absolutely overcome. And I now have this, I now have all these gut health problems. I just can't believe that this is my life, like feeling self-pity, drowning in the sorrows. I was totally in that, in that stage and my body and my gut were not going to heal in that sort of very um, aggressive mindset that I was in. So I really encourage you to just take a deep breath, find a practice in your life, where you can be grounded, you can do some box breathing, which is when you breathe for four seconds in, hold at the top for four seconds, breathe for four seconds out, and hold at the bottom for four seconds. You can do that a few times to some meditative music. Just know that you're going to be okay, and you will heal from this. Um, I am personally still healing. Even after my protocol there still is definitely some parts of my gut health that aren't perfect every day. And I really feel that the number one thing that this protocol has done for me was just help equip me to be okay with that. And that alone has made me so much stronger. Um, And I can tell that my gut health is getting stronger and stronger. So my main recommendations if you're struggling with your gut health um, just to kind of wrap up this episode and to kind of give y'all some things to take away, cause I know this was kind of all over the place is to find somebody to help you if you can haze informed dietitian, a haze informed GI doctor, um, a functional nutritionist, uh, that, you know, I think it's really important to find a functional nutritionist who is not going to you know, suck you back into diet culture. So make sure you find somebody who understands that you've had a history with disordered eating. I straight up told my functional nutritionist, I was like, I am not going to restrict food. I have a history of eating disorder. I, you know, I do not, I cannot be sucked into like the wellness world that is the unhealthy side of the wellness world, you know? And she's amazing. I love her. I'll leave her website down below you can check her out and she's just wonderful you know I know that they're not always that wonderful I know that a lot of functional nutritionists can be a little bit uh, sucked into the wellness diet culture world so yeah I would say find somebody who can help you find supportive environments like with your loved ones with your family with your partner with anyone your best friend somebody who can be there for you and make sure you support yourself by removing the triggers from social media if you need to, taking a break from doing intense exercise and focusing more on stretching and meditation and mindfulness and, you know, walking is even something that you can do. Um, I like to take a walk sometimes after I eat lunch because that's usually the meal where I feel bloated the most. And it's just really nice. It's like a walking meditation It's not like I go that far. I just go like a couple blocks, but it just feels really nice. Practice patience. Eat all of your meals. Make sure you're feeding yourself. Try and do as much stress reduction as possible. Avoiding too much coffee. Take the approach of looking at it in a hopeful light instead of in like a woe is me sort of way. I know it's so much easier said than done, but those are my tips. And... I am here to say, like I said before, I am on the other side of it. I feel like my gut health is so much better, and it's going to be okay. Um, we're going to get through this. You're going to get through this. And I believe that full recovery mentally and physically is completely possible. So I believe in you, and I believe in myself. And, um, and yeah, I hope that you found this episode helpful. I Honestly, kind of feel like it was all over the place. Maybe that's because I'm, you know, back in the podcast world and it's been a while. I haven't recorded one in a few months. So I'm so excited to to have Take the Cake back. I got some new podcast artwork and um, I'm obsessed with it. I'll leave the amazing woman who made the artwork for me. I'll leave her Instagram handle down below and I just feel so grateful that I have this amazing podcast platform. I'm so excited for this year. I already have so many amazing people lined up to interview. I'm so excited. Yeah, get ready. It's about to be so fun and hopefully informative and inspiring. That's going to be it for this episode. Please uh, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Please leave me a rating. And if you really want to, you can leave me a review, which would be absolutely such an amazing thing amazing gift thank you so much so yes thank you all so much for listening sending you lots of hugs and love on your gut healing journey and yeah I'll see you in the next episode of take the cake bye